Welcome to Loving Every Stride, the podcast that will help make your running easier. Brought to you by ex-national athlete and UK record holder, Paul Laslett. Powered by the Brightside PT community. For more information and access to your very own Running Faster formula, which will make your running easier, click on the link in the show notes. Enjoy the show and see you on the bright side. Hello and welcome to another episode of Loving, almost what it was called then, Loving Every Stride, the podcast. Now, today we are talking all things tempo running. Uh, you might have heard, you might have heard that saying, you might have heard well, tempo running or threshold running. You might be doing it not right now, maybe you are doing it right now, but you might be doing it in your training already and inadvertently not knowing what you're doing with it, right? This, again, it's like like every aspect of your training, it's an important key element of the puzzle that makes you a fitter, faster, stronger, happier, healthier, any other words I can use? No, um, more content, uh, rather. Um, now, what I want, what we want this podcast to help you with, with tempo work, is I want you to understand what it means and what the benefits are. And there's a, there's confusion between tempo and threshold. I'm going to clear that up right now because I think if I can clear that up, that will help solve world peace. It will. It will. So we're doing our bit for world peace here. So tempo work is sub-maximal, right? So when I say sub-maximal, I mean it's uncomfortable, but you can hold a bit of a conversation. You're not using up all of your energy stores. You're not delving into your oxygen savings account. Whereas when you're at threshold, you are starting to deplete your oxygen stores, you're starting to get more fatigue and your heart rate will be higher at threshold. That's like you're right at your top end of, that's how you would feel in your last kilometer of a 5K run, how you would feel your last mile and a bit of a uh, 10K race, for example, would be like right at that top end of threshold, whereas tempo is below, is below that. It's uncomfortable, but manageable. And your recovery after tempo is quick. Your recovery after, say, a top-end threshold, VO2 max kind of stuff, is going to take you longer to recover from. So what, what is it? When to do it? How do you execute it? And how do you have the right recovery time? We're going to tell you all of these delightful things. Now, um, this is another key component of your training, right? It's a hard, comfortable pace, um, and it's the fastest pace you can run at without generating any lactic acid. So how do you know how fast it is to start off with? How do you know how fast your uh, tempo pace should be? Well, download our pulse calculator, and that will tell you. Um, but rough gu guide, it's somewhere between your... 5k pace and probably your 10k pace so it's probably around about 10k pace for most people um would be your um 
your tempo pace. Um, now, you may have heard of this thing called lactic acid. We call him Larry Lactate. I mean, he's this... He's I've a, never heard that. You've heard, never Larry heard of Larry Lactate? Lactate. Unbelievable. So Larry Lactate is a little bugger, and he will jump on your back and slow you right down when you run out of oxygen. So you imagine there's this... I always thought of Larry Lactate as this green like thing that's maybe got five or six arms and a really big head, but short legs. Um, and he's just there in the background and he can't get to you through your wall of oxygen. But as that wall of oxygen gets lower and lower and lower, Larry's there waiting. He can't wait to get on you. And he will jump when that wall gets low enough, he will jump over that wall and jump on your back. And then you all of a sudden start slowing down. That is lactic acid slowing you down. So that should not happen in a tempo section. You should never even be thinking about Larry. He should be so far from you that he's not even in your mind to know what's going on with uh, with Larry. And Larry eventually will give up and he's like, well, you know what? They're working oxygen. They're working their oxygen systems here. They're not depleting that wall. I'm not going to get to them. Um, God, I've gone off on one there about Larry Lactate, haven't I? Uh, so, yeah, you should be able to maintain your pace for that period of time. It will get tougher to maintain the pace, but when you stop on a tempo session, your heart rate drops quickly and you feel recovered very, very quickly. So if we were doing a tempo pace session together, Marie, would I be able to chat like this? You would be able to say a few words. But wow. not, not that would be hard for you, Paul. Just be, to say yeah. a few words. <laughs> you, when you do a tempo session, you do, I call it hard, comfortable pace because hard, comfortable. Yes, because explain, you, Marie. Uh, comfortable, as in you feel you can sustain it, but you're not quite in your comfort um, comfort space. You you're slightly out there but just still still in control of it you think oh yeah i can carry on and if if someone is asking you questions you should be able to answer with a few words not full sentences but a few words that's where where you should be if you run a, a, a your tempo session correctly so but if i run a tempo session with you paul i'm probably i'm probably gonna die because your tempo and my tempo are very, <laughs> very different. different. That's true. That's true. I mean, with I can remember with doing a tempo like uh, a run with um, a friend of mine. We did four miles uh, at tempo, right? And it was a, he did a, we did a mile loop, and it was a stinking horrible day. Like it was rainy, but it wasn't that windy. And uh, I don't. Uh, I prefer the shorter interval sessions. The tempo session I don't like as much, but my mate that I was running with loves it. And my tempo pace at the time was probably uh, uh, about 6.05 pace, right? And we ran four miles at 5.54s. Now, you think that 15 seconds difference doesn't sound much, but after mile two, I knew I was Larry was having a look in, you know, mm-hmm. and my mate could still chat a bit better to me because that was, you know, that was more or less his marathon pace. Whereas for me, uh, I was much, much harder. Now, if I was to do the same, uh, and I was glad when it finished, and he was straight into chat, 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 and I wasn't. So I knew that that was faster than my tempo pace should have been. Um, so it's, it's all it's all learning from, from that. Now, 
um, when you finish that tempo session, if you're marginally too quick, then your recovery will be slower. So you need to learn from that. You'll also, if you have run that too fast, you will then need to be make sure that the next few days your recovery you, your recovery is 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 decent. So it's, it's what I'm trying to say here in a very roundabout way is fine margins. You're better off erring on the side of caution on your tempo and going five to second five to ten seconds a mile too slow. And it's still uncomfortable rather than going a bit too quick on it. Um, but you should find that your splits per K or per mile are super close. So like that session, one of the reasons I love that session so much, our fastest mile split was 554.1 and our slowest was 554.4. I was absolutely over them. And I can't take any responsibility for that because I just sat on my mate and he was pacing it, right? Um, so Matt, if you listen to this, legend. What a pacemaker. Amazing. Um, but that shows that you are on the money on a good tempo And set. that is if you run on a flat route. Was that on a flat route? It was a little bit hilly. Yeah. But it was, it was pr- like a hill for me is like any like 0.5%. I'm like, that's a hill, you know? So it was pretty flat. Because again, if you choose to do your tempo session on a route that's not completely flat, you might need to adjust and go by by effort. But again, the effort sh- should still be, like we said before, half comfortable. So you might have to slow down a little bit on the hills but it should still feel that you're 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 trying to to be at that um at that speed you're you're aiming for. And when should you do your tempo run? Again, fresh legs. Don't do uh, uh, an interval run on the Tuesday and then a tempo run on the Wednesday. That's a definite no. You need at least two days. A good way of doing it is doing your tempo session maybe on a Tuesday. And then giving it two or three days before you do your interval sessions. How do you do your sport? When do you do your tempo session? Usually at the weekend. So like I'll do my intervals maybe on a Tuesday, tempo Friday, Saturday, or the other way, all the other way around. But there's always two or three days in between. And what, what we find when we run like our free challenges that we that we do on Facebook, where we do like three, three or four days of coaching for people, what the biggest um light bulb moment that a lot of them get is they realize that actually they have been running at tempo for pretty much all of their runs, which makes running feel really hard all of the time, right? So um, understanding the structure of your week and understanding today is a 5K pace interval session and three days' time I'm going to do a tempo session, um, you – you know the rest of the time you should be running slow. Whereas if you don't have the structure and you don't know what speeds you should be executing, then you just go out and run how you feel and you, you can get into that higher higher rate tempo pace and you don't get the same kind of um, – you don't get the same kind of what's it called uh, effects or benefit uh, from it. And running will always start to feel – pretty pretty hard right so you want to make sure again it's the session the tempo session is spaced out but like how do you how do you execute 
that tempo run? What should you, what should it look like? Now, like everything, if you, if this is completely new to you, then I would break it up into manageable blocks because you think you're practicing running at a certain effort level. You're practicing running at a certain speed, right? So that effort level and that speed that you're running at, if it's new to you, break it up into smaller manageable chunks to start off with. So I talked about doing a four-mile tempo run, for example, right? Um, that was the effort of that was about 10% of my weekly mileage. Yours should be around 10 to 15% total of your weekly mileage. It doesn't have to be all in one go, right? So you could do uh, four-minute blocks of tempo work with you know, a minute walk in between each one um, until your body's used to it. And then you can start plugging it all together. But the, the important thing to think about with a, a tempo run is it's um, it shouldn't be more than 10 to 15% of your weekly miles. So if you're running 20 miles a week, your tempo run would be mile and a half, maybe two miles max. Um, and you could break that up into, like I say, half mile efforts, but make sure the recovery is quite short. You've got to think, I am just practicing running at these speeds, right? And eventually you're able to put it all together um, because your muscles, your body, your energy system is equipped well to be able to work through at those at those paces. Now, if you're going into a race, like we, like we talked about, I think, with um, intervals, if you're going into a race, you wouldn't want to do. If you like a race, you want to do really, really well at, then I wouldn't do a tempo session too close to that race because you will be taking some of your energy and oxygen away from that potential to to run a fast race um, and do well. Now, uh, but what you could do if it's a race that you're not peaking for. If you usually did uh, two or three miles, for example, of tempo work, then maybe just do a mile. So it's just a bit of a bit of effort with, uh, but you're 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 dropping you're dropping it down. Now, a good tempo run is rhythm, right? You just get into your rhythm. You you flow. You think about your form. You think about your breathing. And you're able to just execute that step after step and you start to feel, you start to feel good or hopefully you start to feel good. But obviously the perceived level of effort increases just to maintain the pace. But the important thing is when you finish, let's make sure that you, um, let's make sure that your breathing comes back fast. Yeah, um, that's what we want to make sure you do. And uh, thinking about that, and how, how does what what is the purpose? So hopefully you understand a bit about what a tempo run should feel like, how you can start off doing it, what kind of effort it should be, and what pace it should be, and what uh, um, percentage of your week it should be. Why am I going to go and do a tempo run, Marie? It sounds like it's hard work. I actually like tempo runs. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I like tempo style. runs because they're, I mean, with tempo runs, you can run for a longer period of times, whereas interval sessions, you do short and sharp. So I like longer, 
longer reps. So I love long runs. So tempo runs, I can decide to run for a little bit longer. But by doing tempo runs, you will get your body uh, to run for harder for longer. So you will by by doing this, you will improve your your running. So by doing more tempo runs, you will improve your 5k because you will you will get your body used to to yeah to running harder for longer. So tempo runs are really key to your to your training. But funnily enough, a lot of people, a lot of clients I I, um, I work with that they, they don't like tempo because because they are you have to work harder for you you've got to work hard not harder than interval sessions but you've got to work hard for a little bit longer and i think that's why people don't don't always like them but you can you can warm up to them mm-hmm. and i for one love doing tempo on my um parkrun so i do parkrun pretty much every every saturday i very rarely uh, run parkrun at full full speed but I love running park run at tempo run. So I will just do uh, the first K maybe easy and then run at tempo and then use that last K where I can just pick up the pace and run my last K maybe at 5K pace. I, I, I love doing that. But yes, I think uh, tempo run is uh, really important if you want to uh, if you want to improve your running. All of the, the different runs we talk about are, are key to improving your running. But if you've got to... If you've got to choose specific sessions to improve your running, you, you, you can't run two, two sessions, uh, in a way. So do a tempo session and, um, an interval session. Make sure one week you do an interval session and then the following week you're going to do a tempo session. Don't decide that one is more important than the other. No, yeah, you can do, you definitely yeah, mix and match each week. But I'd say with the, I always think of a tempo run will, help your or tempo running helps your body hold a higher speed for a longer period of time so it's like then you've got your foundational recovery running and then you've got the next layer of your house if you like is your tempo running and then you've got the next layer of your house which would be going up and going up would be like your threshold vo2 max and then the next layer on top of that would be like lactate threshold work basically so the bigger and better the that it is at the bottom end the more that supports you running faster so what we talked uh, in a previous episode about interval training when you do an interval session at 5k pace and you finish each run and you think there's no way i can string that together the reason you can string it together it's because of the tempo work you've done all right so that's the that's the importance of of putting tempo work together. It, it enables your body to run at a higher intensity for a longer period of time. And if you want to go a little bit crazy, you could even mix the two together. Wow. You could do a little bit of tempo and a little bit of um, race pace during the same session. So how would you do it, Paul? This is, this is mind-blowing stuff, guys, isn't it? Eh? <laughs> so I would don't mix it until your body is used to running at tempo and used to running at 5k pace so once you've worked those energy systems individually you can then put them together so um 
that's what we do with our when, we, when we're structuring training plans. We want to make sure that your body is efficient with one energy store, efficient with another, so that when you come to work them both at the same time, well, not in, or in the same session, I should say, not at the same time, in the same session, then your brain, muscles, body knows how each one feels. So um, you can do this in a few different ways. Use the tempo as part of an extended warm up. So maybe do five minutes of tempo running and then 10 times a minute off of, uh, off of 90 seconds at 5K pace. When you're starting to get uber strong, you can do a 5K sandwich, if you like, where you do a tempo at the start, some 5K pace work, and then a tempo at the end. That is really like tough to do. I wouldn't get to that until you have properly learn and it feels comfortable to do a tempo run and it feels comfortable and you know what you're doing with a 5k pace session so it's all progressive right um we want to equip people's bodies so that you don't get injured so you maximize your running you love every stride that you take with it but you understand why these sessions are important and what they do so just to kind of recap on tempo running a tempo run is uncomfortable, but you recover quickly off the back of it. Uh, it would be longer than, say, a 5K-paced interval session. So you're looking at 15 to 20% of your weekly mileage. Um, start small, practice what that pace feels like, and build it up. And then eventually you can use tempo as a warm-up before a 5K-paced session as well. Have I missed anything, Marie? Uh, no, I don't think you you have for it. What I would say is we, we've we've talked about interval sessions in a previous episode. We're talking about tempo today. It's not going to happen over, overnight. You, when you start doing interval sessions, if you're new to them, and when you start doing tempo sessions again, if you're new to them, it's going to feel it's not going to feel easy. You will you might struggle. You think, oh, I can't I can't run at that pace. I can't. I'm all my uh, into all my reps are on the same. I, you know, I'm struggling. It's normal. You know, you you're teaching your body to run at a given pace, so it's it's gonna take a few sessions before you you before you know what you're doing basically. Hmm. Before your body um, is aware of what what it needs to do. So don't give up after a couple of sessions because you feel you can't do it. It will it will take time, and that's that's quite normal. I think that's really important to know that it is normal, and you will yeah. If it doesn't feel right to start off with, don't give up on it. Uh, persevere with it and it will get easier. That's a good note to finish this podcast. It is. And don't forget to have fun with your running. That's right. She's so wise. She's so wise. Have fun with it. Don't give up. Enjoy it. And yeah, let us know how you get on with it in the, uh, in the comments or reach out to us and let us know how you, how you get on with doing some tempo work. And don't forget you can, Find out what your tempo pace is by uh, downloading our Running Faster formula in the show notes. Look forward to seeing and hearing from you all. Enjoy your running and we'll see you on the next one. See you guys. Thank you for listening to Loving Every Stride. If, like us, you absolutely love running, we'd love to have you in our community and help make your running faster. 
You can join our Facebook group and get your very own Running Faster Formula by visiting the link in the show notes and there will be happy days ahead. Please also remember to subscribe and review so we can spread our love for running. Thank you for listening and we will see you on the bright side. Bye.